Hey everyone, welcome back here to the Worldview Minute as we talked about how we got here. How did we get to a point in which we can't even agree on what men and women are anymore? How did we get to a point where truth is completely relative? Um, we talked about in the last episode about the influence of the fact-value split, the influence of the two turns to the self in modernism and postmodernism as we replaced God with the individual. Now we need to talk about the attacks upon humanity. Why should we trust what man thinks? Why should man's reason or man's study of the world, his scientific method, why should we trust that? If man is not rational, if he's not different than the animals, if he's not created in the image of God, is there any reason to trust him whatsoever in anything that he finds? And if we're being honest with ourselves, the answer to that is no. If God did not make man in his own image, if man is not unique in creation, then our view of the world is ultimately no different than the view of a rat. And so we'll look at these three attacks on the individual, on humanity, that have also undermined our ability to know truth. And the first is this naturalism or Darwinism. When Darwin came in with this naturalistic idea of the world, that there are only natural or material things, there's nothing immaterial, there's nothing supernatural that exists. He provided a, a theory by which he could argue for the origin of all life in this universe, that it slowly evolved over an infinite amount of time, pretty much, and that man is just at the apex of that. We are just a highly evolved animal. And so man is not unique in creation. He's a part of the animal kingdom. He does not have dominion over creation as God's representative. He doesn't have any necessarily special abilities. He's just a highly evolved animal. And much of society thinks of man in this way. Now, if that is true, if naturalism is correct, then our abilities of our senses, our feeling, our touching, uh, our smells, our tastes, our thinking, is all natural. There is nothing immaterial about it. It's just neurons firing in your brain. And your view of reality and my view of reality is just an evolved trait based upon the survival of the fittest. And as we referenced, in, I believe, in one of our first episodes, a study came out about this, is if this is true, if Darwinism is true, then what we know about the world is only what we have our senses have evolved to tell us about this world. Whether it's true or not, we don't know. It's just going to tell us what best equips us to survive. It may even be lying to us so that we're better able to survive. Now, if this is true, then we couldn't know it was true. If this is true, then we couldn't know anything is true. If our ability to reason and our ability to know is merely the byproduct of evolution and a desire to survive, then there is no basis or reason or foundation to trust that what our senses are telling us is accurate to what is there. Man is just an animal. Why would you trust him? Why would you trust his interpretation of reality and his interaction with reality if he is just the byproduct of time plus chance? He doesn't actually have a mind. He doesn't actually have a will. He doesn't have a spirit. All of those things are just illusions of evolution that help us to survive. And again, scientists, many of them in the uh, sciences admit this, the ideas of love and rationality and soul and having a will and a mind. Right? A mind is different than the brain. And having a mind, those things are just illusions. We have to think that way in order to function, but they don't actually exist. There's no foundation in it in reality. If that is true, then we can't trust our own knowledge, we can't trust our interpretation of, of the world, and we can't really know anything to actually be true. It could just be a trick of evolution. Now, the second attack on man 
we will call behaviorism. B.F. Skinner popularized the view of behaviorism, that humans are just conditioned animals that respond to positive and negative reinforcement. He wrote a book called Beyond Freedom and Dignity that argues that man possesses neither freedom nor dignity. So he's building off of Darwin here. He's building off of naturalism. You are just an animal. And just like you can train a dog, you can train a human with positive reinforcement and negative reinforcement. There is no real you. There is no Levi behind Levi. I'm just a conditioned animal. A highly evolved animal, yes, but I'm just a conditioned animal. And everything I do has just been conditioned by positive and negative reinforcement of the society and the community around me. But humans then are just that highly conditioned animal. And this flows naturally from Darwinism. And this is a self-refuting position because, again, if this is true, if this is true, then Skinner's way of getting there is only by positive and negative reinforcement. And we can't actually know if it's true. It's a self-defeating proposition. Skinner and other schools of thought in psychology have dehumanized individuals. We've removed their accountability and responsibility because you're just a conditioned animal. You were just raised that way. You were just trained that way. There's no higher dignity to man. He is just a byproduct of the system around him. And of course, This reflects a lot of modern Marxist thought, that you are just an oppressed individual. Society has expectations upon you that have made you into the person you are, and you need to liberate yourself from that somehow. That's the second attack on the the person, on the self. And the third is what I call the autonomous self. What does autonomous mean? It means self-law, that you are a law unto yourself. You are your own standard. With the loss of any universal to provide meaning to individuals and direction and purpose for our lives, The self is now the arbiter of all of those things. This view that makes the good life then, that you live the most authentic you and you cast off those restrictions of society that they have placed upon you and you just express your truest self. Society is evil and oppressive. And this builds off of the work of of Jean-Jacques Rousseau. And then it's been filtered to us today through the work of Karl Marx and, and some of the other people there in postmodern thought, in Marxist thought, that the self must be free and nothing should limit our self-expression, including our biology. Those things are forced upon us. They are assigned to us at birth. These categories are just things that we make up. Sex is not a real thing. It's a category assigned to us at birth. And yet, as the self has taken upon itself the role of God, of determining all true, it's become its own reference point, and man has now been reduced to utter nothingness. If the only reference point to meaning in my life is me, then I'm just a self-refuting, a self-pointing back contradiction. Uh, so the self has become the core of meaning, and therefore we have lost all meaning because we can't point to anything besides ourselves. And so individuals have turned farther within themselves to find their truth, but they can't find it. And so we are anxious, we are depressed, we are wandering around without meaning our purpose in our life. David Wells captures this well. When God, the external God, dies, then the self immediately moves in to fill the vacuum. When there is no God out there, we look for that meaning within. Sometimes we even call it God within. And we try to replace God with our individual selves. But, he continues, something strange happens. The self also dies. And with it goes meaning in reality. That's where we are today. There's no meaning. There's no reality. You just have to make these all up for yourself. Make it for yourself. Express it for yourself. But this is the problem. Then you die. And it goes away. There was no real meaning to any of it. 
You just, you make the meaning for yourself to kind of occupy yourself where you're living, but when you die, it all goes with you. And so we have dehumanized humans. They're just an animal. They're just a conditioned animal. And oh yeah, there's nothing out there that actually gives you meaning. You have to find it for yourself and then you die. If that is true about man, then we can't know that it's true about man. There is no greater meaning in life. There is no greater truth in life. And we are left aimless and hopeless in a cruel, pitiless universe. That's the view of man, if we are being honest, that we have without God today. There is no hope there. And now I want to turn in these upcoming episodes to look at the Christian idea of truth. How do we respond to this? How is the Bible different than this? How do we talk about truths as Christians? And how do we live out the Christian view of truth into all of life? Please like, comment, and share in this video as we continue to build the Christian worldview one minute at a time.